everyone and welcome to the GameSpeak. My name is Hui and I'm the host of the show. The GameSpeak is a short gaming podcast where I break down the latest and biggest news in the video game industry. This is a show for you if you ever felt you needed a friend that you could talk video games with but you might not have one, just like me. Unlike the past three episodes of the show, I actually this week won't have a guest on the show. So this will just be me this time. But um, I still have a good feeling that it's gonna be a very exciting and a bit short episode. There's not a lot of news to cover in the last week, so the thing that I'm gonna cover in this episode will be the latest state of play from PlayStation, which focuses on the new Ratchet and Clank, which will be released in uh, May month. Anyways, if you like what you hear, please consider subscribing and leaving a nice review on your various podcast platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcast, and CastBox. Feel free to leave any questions, feedback, concern, and uh, whatever you you feel like. I will be more than happy to uh, reply on all the questions that you might have. And before we start, just big catch up from last week's episode where I had my friend Samuel on the show. We talked a little bit about Kanye West and how I pretended to be a big Kanye West fan, but uh, I couldn't remember his uh, one of his track songs named Waves. And uh, just to catch up, it's about that Samuel said the, that um, the menu in Watch Dogs 2 actually used some uh, choirs from uh, this Kanye West track Waves because uh, the producer that I've been working with Kanye West has also been working as the I guess the guy that makes the music for the Watchdog 2 and after the episode I went back and uh, gave it a listen and funny enough he was uh, he was right yeah um, it's the same choir that you can hear in the Watchdog 2 menu which you can also hear in the track Waves by Kanye West so yeah just a very quick catch uh, just a very quick update on that uh, nothing nothing special. Anyways, let's get on with the show. As always, I always uh, either ask my guest or I'll tell you guys about the games that I've been playing the last week. And because I'm just by myself today, it's just gonna be me. Anyways, in the last week I've been playing two games. The first game that I want to talk about is Zombie Army 4, uh, which is out for, I guess, PC, Xbox... Um, and PlayStation. It's a co-op zombie game set in World War Two, and uh, yeah, you can play with friends up to three other friends. And um, it was actually uh, one of the free PlayStation Plus games in April month, or not even maybe it's actually in February. I'm not sure, but it was one. It definitely one of the recently free games for the PlayStation Plus games, and uh, I've been playing that a little bit. I think uh, with some two of my good friends. Shout out to uh, Nicholas and uh, Nigo if they will ever hear this podcast. I'm pretty sure they won't. But yeah, it's uh, it's been a great time. We I think we've uh, played around five six hours of the game. Uh, the came the the campaign is pretty good. It's like a third person action action game. Uh, and uh, even though zombie games aren't really something new, I think this game does a really nice job at presenting. The players with uh, uh, kind of creative and uh, unique uh, scenarios that you have to fight through. Some of the tasks are generic, such as defenders uh, post A for a certain amount of time. But I, I guess the context is uh, is what set this uh, game apart and kind of makes makes the uh, different uh, levels in the 
game pretty special and we have uh, we had like a lot of um, you know very intense moments where we are almost out of ammo or one of our friends are, are stuck in, in the midst of a horde of zombies and it's it's a very good time so if you um i hopefully if you have a playstation you already downloaded the game and if you haven't checked it out uh, you definitely should find some friends or you can also play uh, online co-op it's uh, it's all fine and um yeah, it's a, it's a really good uh, good game, and I think it, the game really makes uh, strikes a decent balance in um, in in that you have a lot of ammunition, but there will also be a lot of times where you kind of run out of run out of ammunition, and you kind of have to be smart in in terms of how you um, use your ammunition and, and and scout for ammunition boxes. So yeah, it's a it's a great game. The story I haven't really um, paid much attention to. It's uh, it's kind of weird that, that a lot of weird and over the top thing happens throughout the story, and and I think that's totally fine. That's definitely the tone the the game is going for. So yeah, Zombie uh, Army Four. If you haven't checked it out, definitely do. It's a really good uh, co-op game you can play with friends. All right, the next game that I've been playing is a PS5 exclusive and that's Returnal from Housemark, the Finnish uh, studio that are known for uh, a lot of arcade games such as uh, Resogun and uh, Stardust and Dead Nation and Alienation. And since Resogun for the PS4, which was one of the uh, launch titles, I've been a somewhat fan of uh, Housemark, especially for for the gameplay. They always make games that have these butter smooth gameplay uh, and, and have this arcade feeling uh, to all of them. So uh, I'm, I was very excited when I when I saw the uh, announcement trailer for Returnal, which were, I think the first time it was the game was shown off was at the PS5 reveal event uh, around a year ago. And Returnal is this, um, they, they, they describe it as a science, science fiction a rogue light game where you control a astronaut named Celine and uh, she is uh, stranded on this alien planet called Astrobus and um, very quickly the player and this is I don't know if, yeah spoiler if you don't want to hear anything about the game but very quickly after you um, get out of the ship you kind of quickly discover that every time you die you just start over so you're like in this endless loop from uh, uh, like in like in movies such as Groundhog, Groundhog Day or Age of Tomorrow with uh, Tom Cruise, and um, yeah, that that's kind of like the uh, the gist of the game and uh, the story is about you as uh, Celine trying to figure out how to I guess break the circle circle and uh, Returnal is uh, third person action which is uh, kind of a departure for Housemark's usual uh, type of games. They they usually make them in two D or uh, yeah, 2D games, uh, either from the side as WrestleGun or from the uh, top view, such as uh, Stardust or Alienation. So, so, so this was uh, so I, I really uh, so I really thought the gameplay um, looked interesting when I saw it the first time. Like how how would Housemark be able to translate their experience with a lot of arcade games into a third uh, third person uh, view? And uh, as of recording this episode, I think I've spent around six, seven hours with the game, and uh, I just finished the I just uh, finished the third boss. So I guess I've um, reached like one of the game's checkpoints. And I gotta say, it's uh, gameplay-wise, this game is uh, incredible. It's uh, ex- it's exactly what I expect from Housemark. 
And uh, yeah, just a heads up, this isn't really uh, my full review, I haven't finished the game, but just like my overall uh, first impressions of the game. Anyways, yeah, the gameplay is really uh, rather smooth, it's, uh, the game runs on, uh, runs in 30, no, 60, 60 FPS and up to 4K resolution with some uh, weight tracing, yeah, so it's, uh, it's a very good looking game, but I play, I play it on a, a very old, I think around 10 years old TV monitor, so I I don't really see like uh, the 4K um, uh, the 4K visuals, uh, so to say. But but the frame rate is uh, top notch, and uh, um, I've seen other re uh, reviews mentioning that they experience some uh, dip, uh, like some uh, dips in the fr frame rate. Frame rate? I haven't really experienced that. So um, maybe I'm just lucky, or maybe I just play the game a bit safe. So the game never had the chance to show a lot of uh, things uh, on the screen at uh, the same time. But um, yeah, it's uh, the gameplay is incredible, and uh, and there's like a lot of layers to the gameplay, and and a lot of um, game mechanics that the game, of course, try to explain to a player. But a lot of it is also kind of you have to learn by doing, and I think that's such a satisfi satisfying part of the game that. Of course, you get some introductional tutorial, but uh, otherwise, the rest of the game is kind of up to you to discover and, and learn by yourself. And, and that experience has been uh, very um, gratifying. One thing that I have to point out is that it is a roguelite, so every time you die, you start from the beginning or from the uh, last checkpoint that you have. And this game has a few, very, very few checkpoints, so... You should definitely be aware of that. Another thing that I need to mention if uh, if you're considering buying this game or at least checking it out is that it's a very difficult game and, and the game doesn't have a difficulty slider. So everybody will ex experience the same difficult experience and it's um, just look by looking at, at interviews with the developer Housemark, it sounds like it's just, it, this was definitely a, an intentional part uh, from their side that they wanted to to provide this difficult but also uh, from my experience fair experience like some sometimes the game gets at the point to very ridiculous in terms of uh, difficulty but i still think every time i die that it's my fault i i think it's uh, um, yeah it's fair the difficulty is fair uh, i think at least it's also uh, what they will describe as a bullet hell and for those guys uh, that doesn't know what a bullet hell game is it's just a game where uh, you see yeah a lot of bullet on the screen at the same time and um, I won't give too much away but I'll definitely say that this game definitely have moments that are bullet hell uh, times 3000 it's uh, it's crazy and uh, the first time you kind of experience this um, uh, like just a scene and all the bullets coming at you you just think to yourself like how am I, how am I ever able to kind of overcome this challenge but uh, somehow you just uh, uh, persevere and, and and then you um, get through the challenge and most of the well some of the times most of the, most of the time you kind of just uh, uh, die and have to start over but it's a learning experience and uh, I would say compared to other roguelike that I've been playing uh, recently uh, Hades of course uh, this Returnal is definitely a more hardcore experience uh, in, in terms of like when you die you don't get to carry a lot of things uh, for over to the next run the only thing the only thing is that you will get some you will find some um, permanent uh, equipment that will 
enable you to explore even more of the game. Other than that, there's like a currency called Ether that that gets carried over from uh, from uh, from one. Uh, run to the next and that's pretty much it so it can be devastating also that because the uh, like the runs uh, the, the, like the uh, single runs tend to be around half an hour to one hour so if you around uh, the one hour mark kind of dies because of a s- stupid mistake or whatever you start over at the beginning with nothing to kind of uh, show for and then and, and that can be frustrating like i have tried once where i um, had a good run and i was kind of preparing for the third boss of the game and then i had to eat because sometimes you just have to eat and i i put my playstation 5 on rest mode and and after my lunch i just came back and booted up the game and somehow the uh, console crashed or at least froze so i had to uh, force uh, restart my console and i just lost one hour of uh, playtime and that was uh, that was pretty tough but i managed to get back up on the horse as people say and uh, the next run actually uh, was the one that i managed to beat the third bus so um yeah it still sucks no matter how you put it. It, 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 it's not a great feeling when a game uh, does that too. And also because like, you, you're not able to save throughout the game. So um, yeah, just be aware of that. Anyways, that was just my first overall uh, impression of uh, Returnal. Moving on, I will now try to uh, yeah just give you give you guys some uh, some of my thoughts on the latest state of play uh, from PlayStation which again was very focused on the next Ratchet and Clank game so um, actually before they showed up extended gameplay of Ratchet and Clank they actually had two announcements from uh, two indie titles and uh, the first one was um, Subnautica Below Zero which is a sequel to Subnautica uh, Subnautica the first one was actually a uh, a free game that you could uh, download um, as part of the PlayStation Initiative uh, Play at Home. So Subnautica was just uh, one of the, I think, around f- six or seven games that you could get for free. Uh, maybe you can actually still get those games. So uh, if you have your PlayStation, definitely go and check out uh, the different games. Uh, there might be something that uh, uh, that speaks to you. Anyways, the uh, Subnautica Below Zero was just a trailer that they showed off, like some gameplay trailer. And uh, it seems like the first one kind of took place in the sea. This one takes place in the sea, but also on the surface, where it's uh, it's like on an icy planet. Uh, I I guess this is like a rogue rogue like game as well. Like uh, you start with nothing, and nothing is really explained to you, and you kind of have to just learn everything by yourself and uh, survive and learn how to craft things and p- progress in the story. I'm saying this without actually been playing the first one a lot it just reminds me of games such as uh, minecraft or uh, uh, rust and and those kind of uh, survival uh, games so yeah uh, subnautica below zero will be uh, will launch on ps4 and ps5 on may 14 interesting not a game that i'm gonna pick up but uh, there you have it the next game they showed off for some reason uh, i don't know why they that they would even uh, had this game kind of take out time for the uh, podcast was uh, the uh, popular game from last year Among Us and uh, yeah I guess most of you guys know or at least have heard of Among Us like Among Us is this uh, um, 
multiplayer game that you play with friends and um, yeah you like uh, some kind of uh, aliens on a spaceship or other um, maps and and the objective of the game is that let's say you play with uh, six people then one or two of you guys will be imposters and the imposters objective is to uh, kill the other crew crew members without them uh, discovering you and every round starts with uh, uh, the normal crew members have different tasks they can do and and then i think you can uh, they have like around one or two minutes to do the task and when those minutes are over uh, it's uh, it's time to no 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 it's just like uh the crew members just have to finish the task and if they if everybody managed to finish the task the good guy wins but uh if you spot like a dead body in the hallway you report the dead body and now it's time to uh, discuss like who might be the in, in, imposter so it's uh i think the structure is kind of like a party games such as mafia werewolf if you have played if you know about those games uh, like you have to kind of argue like uh, why you are are not like the imposter so it's uh it, it's a uh, it's a kind of funny uh, um the multiplayer game uh, the first 10 times but uh, i thought it was uh, i know i just got tired of the game pretty quickly anyways the game is coming out for ps4 and ps5 they didn't even give us a release date but they did say that uh, you will be able to uh, get like exclusive red and clan skin for the characters in among us so um cool Anyways, the uh, f- the last thing they showed off to at the state of play was kind of the meat of the the podcast broadcast, and that was of course Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, which will be released on June 11 this year. So very soon, and uh, yeah, I'm very excited. Like I didn't need to see this uh, much gameplay. Like I'm already gonna buy uh, Ratchet and Clank, play the uh, the remake of the first one that was just called Ratchet and Clank for the PS4, which was released in 2016, and it was such a great game. It was like, it was just a game that that just landed at the perfect time in in my life. Like it was just the way I like I think I just needed. I just missed like some good old platform game, and Ratchet and Clank definitely. Uh, delivered on that part so watching clank rift apart will be a sequel to the 2016 uh, reboot of the first game and the gameplay starts uh, start off with showing a new character that we kind of got teased from the last trailer for the game and it's like a female lumbax and we did we also learned that her name is is a uh, rivet and uh, like it seems like in the story of this game is that Ratchet and Clank kind of uh, get sent through different dimensions in the universe. So it seems like Rivet is this dimension's uh, Ratchet, and that of course, um, and that of course, gives me to think like, will there also be like a a new Clank, like a another version of Clank? I'm pretty sure they're gonna be uh, that like there will be. So that's uh, gonna be very exciting to to discover. Um, but yeah, so the the presentation start starts with like a like a kind of um, introduction to um, Rivet, and uh, you see that Clank is actually with uh, Rivet. And after that, they uh, the game jumps back to um, to Ratchet, and it looks like Ratchet and Clank are separated by jumping through the different rifts, the dimension rifts. So we just see Ratchet kind of stranded on this cyberpunk 
like city or planet and he just then kind of finds his way and we see a lot of the uh, the game in action and it of course looks uh, incredible um, well but i guess all the ratchet clank have already been very good looking for for their time so this is no surprise uh we then meet uh, we then see like a, a kind of a, a semi open hub i would say and ratchet finds himself a, a robot mrs Zircon, and uh for for you guys who've been playing all of the Ratchet Clan games, you will definitely be familiar with the name Zircon, which used to be like this weapon that you could buy, that you can get in some of the games. That would just be like uh, you will just spawn a a little floating robot that will uh, be at your side and shoot all the bad guys. And the funny thing about Zircon, Mr. Zircon, is that he will always like he would, while he kill a lot of kill the aliens with you, he would uh, say a lot of funny um, quotes. Uh, that would be inspired by inspired that sounds to be inspired from a lot of action movies uh, is in particular like Arnold Schwarzenegger and, and and those kind of action heroes so um yeah so I guess this uh, in this dimension uh, Mr. Sircon is actually a, a woman robot that sells weapon so it, so it seems like she will be the weapon merchandise uh, in this game but uh, yeah uh, after the conversation between Ratchet and uh, Miss Sircon, Ratchet then uh, catches his eye on them. Well, he then sees uh, uh, Clank behind uh, another uh, behind Rivet's back, and um, before he managed to kind of uh, uh, reach Clank, he get pushed away from some of uh, the evil robots, and Rivet then escapes uh, in her spaceship. So it seems like the game is uh, will will be divided in in, in section uh, where you control a rivet with Clank and then another section with just Ratchet. And also seeing that they've been teasing, there will also be puzzle elements with Clank that we've seen from past titles. So um, that also seemed pretty cool. Uh, anyways, uh, after that, we see a lot of uh, more gameplay of Ratchet. Uh, Apparently acquiring some new movement skills such as a dash and being able to run on um, walls and a grappling hook. He might already had that uh, before uh, um, this part of the game. Uh, but uh, then the uh, creative director then try uh, then uh, starts to tell us about how the the next Ratchet and Clank game kind of trying to implement some of the unique features of the P- PS5 such as. Um, adaptive uh, triggers that that how um, just like in Returnal actually like uh, how like if you um, hold like if you press the shoulder triggers halfway through that's like your normal uh, fire but if you pu- push that push push them like the whole the whole way through it, it's the uh, second secondary fire of the weapon and um, yeah it's something you have to get used to from uh, playing Returnal but uh, it's still a very nice uh, new kind of thing in this generation and um, yeah he also talked about like how they will make every weapon feel unique with the haptic feedback and that's also something that uh, really shines through in Returnal so I'm very excited to see how um, Ratchet Clank will be able to do this as well after a short combat gameplay session uh, where you see Ratchet we then jump back to Rivet and Clank and they are stranded on this new planet and um, like nature wild planet and we then see them uh, once again find uh, 
a miss uh, Zircon that's uh, selling some weapons and we then see Rivet use uh, a turret like weapon that spurs out like uh, it shoots like water but it makes all the enemies turn into different plants uh, and then that looks pretty pretty uh, cool and then we uh, also see Rivet uh, riding on some kind of alien thing this, and, and uh, this gameplay segment kind of Reminds me of um, like a mini game, like a, like kind of a pot racing or something. Um, and, and yeah, it looks fun, and um, we'll see how how big of a part that becomes in the final game. I I could imagine it's like something you will see throughout the game on different planets. But yeah, then the uh, gameplay actually stops with um, um, so with some uh, bad guys teleporting uh, through some dimensional rifts in the, the rivet gameplay section and uh, yeah that's kind of it and then we see like a very quick montage of uh, other parts of the game uh, I, I think the creator director just uh, mentioned also that um, there will also be uh, arena arena challenges <laughs> which is a big part of uh, the Ratchet Clank franchise so yeah uh, all in all uh, a very nice showcase of the game not something that I needed because I am already sold and um, it's something that I'm gonna buy. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's very exciting to think about that this game will be released in in a month's time. Well, yeah, one month, one month and a half. So um, the release date is rapidly approaching, and that's very exciting. Anyways, guys, this this was actually everything that I had for this week's episode of the Game Speak. Once again, if you like what you hear, consider subscribing or leaving a nice review on the various podcast platforms such as CastBox, Apple Podcast, and Spotify. Feel free to leave any questions, reviews, concerns, whatever. Everything is uh, more than helpful. And um, yeah, for all you guys that are listening to the show, I just wanted to say a thank you. And yeah, take care, take care guys, and uh, I'll see you in the next episode. Bye.